following program is pre-recorded. Welcome to Hope in the Night, late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. June, it is that time of year where we take a look at Christmas trivia and uh, all the trivial things that I might or might not know. <laughs> I've, I, don't, I don't feel like I've uh, scored as well this year that, as I have well, in previous. Y- y- you have an amazing amount of trivia knowledge. Well, I don't, I don't know, I don't if that's know a about good practical thing. knowledge, but you can do trivia. <laughs> no, and right. we have fun at least attempting it. Yes. And you'll, and you'll get a couple of these for sure. Good. Okay. Who are we going to see over the river and through the woods? That's Grandmother. To Grandmother's house mm-hmm. we go. That's right. Okay, that's one. Okay, now, what did a New York Sun, that's supposed to be the name of the newspaper, the New York Sun editor tell Virginia? Oh, yes, oh. Virginia, there is a Santa Claus, he says. That is exactly right. There is a Santa Claus. That's a great, that's a, that's a wonderful story. Okay, mm-hmm. now. Uh, there is a singer, Brenda Lee, and uh, years ago, what was Brenda Lee's Christmas hit? All I can think of is Peggy Lee, and I'm thinking rocking around the Christmas tree. Is that Brenda and that, Lee? It is Brenda Lee. Okay. You're rocking around the yeah. Christmas tree. Da, 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 dee, 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 dee. Okay, whatever. All right. Uh, see, see how good you're doing? There you are. Now. <laughs> There, I, I happen to love this story. Um, it's got a lot, a lot of pathos. Um, what does Jim buy Della in The Gift of the Magi? Is it a brush or is it combs? That's a great uh, story, too. That is uh, hair combs. That's right. Yeah. He buys her hair combs because he's being very sacrificial and uh, because she has long hair, mm-hmm. and she tell the other part of that. And she had sold well, he sold his watch in order to buy those, mm-hmm. and uh, so and she bought him a watch fob for his watch uh, with the uh, money that she got from her long hair that she had trimmed. Yeah. So it, now her hair was gone, yes. but it just shows. The unconditional love there. Wasn't that O. Henry? That was. Good story. The, yeah. the, the author, yes. All right. Um, how many Academy Awards did White Christmas win? Well, since you ask a question like that, I'm going to say zero. That's exactly zero, Isn't yes. That and yet here is a, a beloved and one of the most. Watched every, I mean, every single year. And recognizable uh, songs from it? Mm, wonderful songs, yes. But it's not Chris, White Christmas. That was in another... Uh, isn't right. that right? Holiday Inn. Okay. It was where yeah, it debuted. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. see? That, so it, I know a tidge, <laughs> a, just a tidge of trivia. What purple dinosaur was very trendy and popular as a toy in 1993? That's funny. One of our former producers worked on the program, right? That's right. That was mm-hmm. Barney. And he, yes, Barney. And he won a, uh, is it an Emmy? Or an Emmy. What? He did. Emmy. Because mm-hmm. yep. he had it, he, his, he is newly retired yeah. and lives in 
Yeah, David, <laughs> listen, Christmas. listen. Yeah, we're talking about you. Uh, and uh, it was so interesting when I learned, because he seemed the least likely person to get an Emmy for Barney. I agree. Because he's not a <laughs> Barney type, in my opinion. But he, his sound won an Emmy. Yeah. Okay. In a, a Charlie Brown Christmas... Who is the finest skater? Would that be Lucy or Snoopy? Oh, Snoopy skates circles around everybody. Okay, you got <laughs> it. I mean, Snoopy, you know, I haven't seen it visually myself. So maybe one day I could see ice skating as such. Uh, what character had a corncob pipe and a button nose? And two eyes made out of coal. That was Frosty the Snowman. Frosty, yes. That's a fun song. Mm -hmm. Now, who, what is it called? Who is the gift giver, or actually called the gift bringer in Poland? In Poland, who is the, what's he called, the, the gift bringer? I don't know enough. Polish. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm just thinking uh, like Father Christmas or something. I don't know. Well, yeah, it's, it's kind of that direction. Okay, except one of them is not. That there could be one of two. It's either Saint Nicholas or Starman. So, and somehow you've got to remember the word star for Poland, but but the Starman okay. or Saint Nicholas. Do you know what? Um, speaking of that, do you know? Uh, Santa Claus's native tongue? Uh, no. It's North Polish. <laughs> well, I'm so glad. I'm so glad you informed me yeah. of truth, truthful trivia. Not, not. Uh, real fast. All right. What ex-president of the South died on Saint Nicholas Day, 1889? Did you say the president of the South? Well, yes. Do you mean Jefferson well, Davis? It is Jefferson okay. Davis. Am I impressed? Wow, that was stellar. That was a great answer. I would have had no idea of that. So I, all I can say is go to the head of the class. Well, I did grow up that, in Virginia. Oh, okay. That <laughs> makes a difference. Yes. Good for you. Congratulations. <laughs> June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart have an exciting new resource to encourage you and equip you to help others. It's called the Care and Counsel Library, and it's available at hopefortheheart.org ccl. The Care and Counsel Library has 50 topics in 10 volumes with clear answers from God's Word and practical solutions to real-life issues. It is the culmination of decades of ministry from the compassionate, relevant guidance of June Hunt. This library includes volumes such as grief and loss, abuse and trauma, depression and suicide, and more. These are excellent training tools for counselors, life coaches, or anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom to address the real issues of life. Learn more and get the Care and Counsel Library at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. 
Would you like to talk to June Hunt about a situation in your life? Consider having that conversation on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night and let June help you discover practical help that's grounded in God's truth. Your story will be heard on all of our radio affiliates. And of course, we protect your privacy by providing you with a different name. And as it happens often in our program, when you share your story, you might help someone else find biblical hope and practical help for their life. It's ministry multiplied. For an opportunity to talk with June Hunt on Hope in the Night about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or some other concern in your life, call 800-917. That's 800-644-4817. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call tonight. 800-917. 800-644-4817. The following program is pre-recorded. You are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we'll get to our caller in just a moment. Our customer support team can be reached at 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they'd love to help guide you to God's hope through our resources and just get the right uh, materials into your hands. I want to tell you about our 31-day devotional that uh, actually every caller, each night's caller receives this devotional just for a thank you uh, from our ministry to uh, for being on the program, and that's called Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes. Again, 31 days and uh, really easy, a couple of pages per day, uh, and, and it's been a uh, just a great blessing to so many people. So that again, that's called Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes, and customer support would be happy to get that ordered for you, send it on its way to you. And again, their number, 800-488-4673. That's 800-488-HOPE. If you would like to speak with June about something going on in your life, and uh, you'd like to do that on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night, just give us a call. It's 800-NIGHT-17. That's 800-NIGHT-17. And what happens is you'll just call, leave a detailed message for us. We'll get back to you as soon as possible and just talk to you about what is uh, the issue that you're dealing with and maybe a few key questions you'd like to have answered on your conversation with June Hunt as we schedule that for you and get you on an upcoming program of Hope in the Night. We'd love to do that, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you and talking with you, uh, giving you some, uh, some hope in the situation that you're dealing with. Uh, that number again, 800 night 17 Well, let's get to our caller for tonight, and we have returning to us, Sarah. Well, hello, Sarah. Welcome back to Hope in the Night. Hello, June. Thank Hi. you for taking my call. You're welcome. How can we help you? Well, I, I'd first like to start off by letting you know how tremendously you helped me a year ago when you spoke with me and you sent me literature. Um... It was regarding my mom. I The call was because I literally felt like I killed her because oh. she was on hospice, and, and uh, I just had, I couldn't forgive myself. And uh, you sent me some literature. One one book was uh, How You uh, how you Look in God's Eyes. Yeah, and seeing it, yourself through God's really eyes. It helped me forgive myself, literally. Mm. Just, it helped me to understand and to forgive. And I just wanted to thank you for that. Um, I'm I'm calling tonight because I have a whole other uh, issue with my daughter. Mm. 
But well, let me just say this one thing. Okay. What my remembrance of the call was you didn't do anything wrong. You were feeling it, it was a painful time and there was tremendous sadness and, and you did say you had guilt but um, there there are times we can have false guilt and and th this was nothing self-willed that you did um, at times when you have to do certain things uh, uh, that it, it, it you did not hasten uh, her death. Does that make sense? Yes, yes, you helped me realize that. Okay, so it's not like I, well, I, I may have helped you with the guilt of not, so, so that you wouldn't have false guilt, but you weren't guilty. You, you, you were doing everything you knew to do. And um, I'm just saying that in your behalf. It's not that you were choosing to do something that would harm your mother, if you understand what I'm saying. Yes. Because God knew what the final time of her death would be. Yes. And yes, he had already planned it out. Yes, okay. Just just to say, okay. And I'm thrilled that um, it was meaningful to you, and and especially the book Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes. That seems to, um, uh, you know, if you, if you don't know who you are, if you have amnesia, uh, you're going to be very limited in life in terms of you're not going to feel real victorious. Uh, but a lot of people have amnesia. They just, and I'm saying, it's, I'm calling it spiritual amnesia, meaning you don't really know, you're, you're not aware of what it means to be an authentic Christian. And so I'm, I'm thrilled that that made a difference in your life. Yes. Yes, it, it definitely did. I have a, I have a new issue now that's okay. breaking my heart. Okay, um, I've got my pen out, ready to write down what you tell me. Okay, I have a 27-year-old daughter, and she has she's in a relationship now with a uh, with a man, and she has a, a five-month-old baby, and is pregnant again by him. She has a, a three-year-old in a in a prior relationship where she was not married. Um, mm. He he has been in and out of her life uh, twice, and he goes to jail. And uh, he he's a meth addict. He he comes from a family of his mother's a meth addict. His father's an alcoholic, an abusive alcoholic. His father's married to a girl that's younger than him, and has two little boys. And he's abusive with her and the boys mm. and. Uh, so he, he comes from a family that's not, you know, they, they don't believe in God. They um, When he was in prison, he would write my daughter letters saying that, you know, writing scripture and, and all this and all that. And But the minute he got out of jail, now I think he told me that he worships Thor or something, somebody just, I don't even know. I don't I don't even, I can't even listen because it's just unreal. And that's. That's, that's what he is, and he won't let her hang 
a crucifix in, in her home with him. Um, he discourages her from going to church with me. He, she's always, she went to Catholic school when she was little and all the way up to eighth grade, and she's always tried to go to church, and she loves God. And she mm. tries um, to not live in this world and tries to, but, you know, she's got lost. She's, I, I don't even know her anymore. She's using meth. And uh, oh, wow. I feel like she's she's been manipulated by this man. I feel like he's literally brainwashed her because she is not the same person she used to be. And mm. I have been struggling, fighting uh, with her, trying to make her realize what are you doing? What is going on? Why? How? 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 She doesn't. She doesn't believe in abortion. She doesn't believe in in using drugs or anything like that when you're pregnant, and yet she's doing that. Um, I, I feel like she's so distraught and miserable with him and can't seem to break free that that's her only way to numb herself. Mm-hmm. It's the only way that I can think of it. But she's like, she doesn't want to come back home to mama, you know, with her tail dragging between her legs. And she knew that I was 100% against this relationship when she started back with him. And then all of a sudden here she is pregnant, they're not married, and now she's going to have another baby. And it's just mm-hmm. been one miserable road. And I don't know how to make, I don't know, I'm scared to death to, to, to call the police and get CPS involved in, in all of this because I, I don't believe that would help her. And I, I, I but I, it just terrifies me. I, I feel like she would get the bad end of the deal. She would go to jail for years and he would be out in, um, in six months. I feel like he's that manipulative, that much of a a conniver and a and a liar and a. I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's horrible. And 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 she asked me to please be nice and you know and I try to you know I try to pretend everything's okay and but I am just I just I'm just around him for ten minutes and I'm thoroughly disgusted with everything that he says and does. And I, I do not agree with the way he treats. He's not abusive or anything with with the, with her little ones. He's just um, you could tell he just does not really love them. I mean, I just don't know how to get her back. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, have you? Is there anything you've tried that has worked at least for a little bit? Any reasoning, um, anything that, and I know that those who are on meth, uh, we'll talk about what those symptoms are, but um, is there anything that has worked even a, a little bit? Um, when I act like everything's okay, and I pretend, and I just go along with everything that they say and do, and, and I don't object to whatever he says or whatever is going on, you know, when I just pretend like everything's okay, she's okay with me. And it's really hard to do, and okay. uh, but I don't want to push her away. Right. So what you're saying is, whatever you've tried, nothing has moved her closer to truth. It's just you um, have a more peaceful relationship if you just do nothing to rock the boat, correct? Exactly. I've okay. taken the children away from her three times, and I would not give them back. 
and I've made her, I've held her accountable and made her take tests, drug tests, mm-hmm. and him too. And I, I could have called police on him. He's on mm-hmm. probation, and I mean, I, I could have, not the police, but I could have called his probation officer and, and, and let them know, hey, he's using mm-hmm. drugs. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, but I'm just scared. I'm terrified it's going to backfire on her and she's going to lose her children. And, and, and she's not a bad person. She's a very loving, caring mother. And her mm-hmm. little girl and her, her, I mean, they're just amazing little children. Mm-hmm. But ever since she's got with him, they, everything is just turning black, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, <clears throat> one thing that is a possibility uh, based on, well, I need to ask that first. Does do you think she has a true unconditional love for her little five-month-old? Yes, she does. She loves him very much, okay. my, and her, and her daughter. Okay, the three-year-old. Is that the what you're talking about? Does. Okay, and the and the. Five month old. Yeah. Okay. So, and uh, th- this is just what could be helpful, and that is, like for example, we have something I could send you on alcohol and drug abuse. We have specifically what the drugs do. You said, I wrote this down at least that you said. She now is on meth. Is that correct? Yes, and she is. She's. I've held her accountable and drug test her, and she wants to get off and she wants to stop. And I don't believe that he'll let her. I mean, I, I believe that he keeps bringing it to her and, and encouraging her. And, and there's excuses because he's, because, like I said, he he is on, back on probation because he was. Um, I don't even know what the, what the, it's a uh, dating arrest. He, he got put back on probation and he's waiting in February. He will be sentenced to go back to jail for five more years. So, um, he doesn't care. I hear that. I hear that. Okay. Well, if, in other words, you have to evaluate what is really significant to her. You say, well, if he is significant, but, but to what degree the children who are literal victims. I mean, they are powerless. We'll talk about that. Do you have a heart for people who are hurting and broken? You want to throw them a lifeline, but sometimes you just don't know how. Lifeline to Hope is a brand new, one-of-its-kind caregiver training designed just for you. Using video-based instruction from leading experts, plus relevant case studies and interactive exercises, you can discover how to effectively provide support, encouragement, and spiritual care. The ultimate goal is to connect lives in crisis with a new or renewed life in Christ. This 10-week Lifeline to Hope program can train and deploy a small, effective group of caregivers in your church and community person in your church that brings together caregivers to become better equipped to meet the hurting. Discover more at lifelinetohope.org. lifelinetohope.org.
If you're looking for a place to find encouragement and guidance, check out junehunt.org. That's where you can find June's practical, biblical resources, including June's books and Bible studies on a variety of topics like anger, depression, forgiveness, addictions, relationships, and more. June's resources offer biblical hope and practical help for all of life's challenges. They are great for personal study and growth and equipping you to help others. At junehunt.org, you can also find June's music, her translated books in Spanish, and keep up with all the latest news and interviews with June. And if you've missed an airing of Hope in the Night, you can access the broadcast archives from this site and search for specific topics. At junehunt.org, there's also a place to donate and support us financially to help more people find practical guidance from God's Word through our radio broadcasts, biblical resources, and more. We're grateful for your prayers and support, and we hope you'll check out the resources for you at junehunt.org. You are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. We're a ministry of hope for the heart, offering God's truth for today's problems. We exist because of your ongoing prayers and continued support of our ministry, and we thank you. If you have any questions about tonight's topic or any number of topics, we have over 100 keys for living to help you address whatever's happening in your life. Just call our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE. And they're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'd love to help you access the right resources for you, whatever is most helpful for you. And that's their number again, 800-488-4673. Let me recommend to you one of our keys for living called Alcohol and Drug Abuse, Breaking Free and Staying Free. And again, customer support can help you get that. It's 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. Also, check out our website for more resources. That's at hopefortheheart.org slash store. You can find the new updated Keys for Living, our Lifeline to Hope online training, as well as June's many biblical resources. That's all at hopefortheheart.org slash store. Now back to our conversation with Sarah. Well, my friend, the concept is this. Everyone has some value system. It could be wrong, but... If, for her, if harming a child or her children would be that which would be more painful than um, upsetting this, I'll say, live-in boyfriend um, and the father of... It sounds like the the father of the five-month-old. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. And and then being pregnant now with his child also. The, the question is that there are times when a mother will go to war over, no, you know, you can hurt me, don't hurt my children. Don't hurt the, the, the children because they view them as precious and, defenseless and and it could be therefore advantageous if you were to because like I have in front of me um, if, if it's or, 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 is it uh, methamphetamines that's what she's taking or is there several kinds of meth like uh, methadone just like meth just meth Okay, there's 
yeah, yeah, they're, they're just, there's methadone, there's, anyway, there, there are several kinds, but, the, okay, let, let's just talk about methamphetamines, okay. Um, there's a desired effect, but there's also the danger, and, um, and I'm just going to read some of the dangers. Um, there's a weakened uh, immune system, um, sexual compulsion, seizures, stroke, narcolepsy, uh, hyperthermia, cardiac toxicity, renal failure, liver toxicity. Um, those aren't good. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I mean uh, any one of those. Uh, now, then what do you do with the little one that's being developed in her body? I mean, a, an adult can a, absorb a whole lot more than the little one. In, in fact, there, you know that there are babies that are born with drug addiction. Does she really want to have a drug-addicted little infant. You see what I'm saying? You're, you're yes, trying... I, do. I, I, I think it's building the case now. You, some people say, well, look how rational are they when they're on meth? And that's, that's a point. That, that's a good point. But um, my, my, my point to you is to be praying that what you would be able, if you are going to be the instrument, and I'm hearing that you're absolutely wanting help, you're open to whatever could be beneficial for her, and you never know what can be that which would tip the scale to take, in other words, to take a stand. And if, if one one thing that you can say is, do you? Do you genuinely love your little infant now? And and she'll say yes, won't she? Yes. Okay. And do you love your little three-year-old? And you call him by name. Oh, she does. She does. Okay. It's all of her okay. heart. Okay. That's okay. Let's focus on what love is. The highest form of love. Agape love in the Bible seeks the other person's very best, does what's best in behalf of another person. And the more you focus on the person, if you say you love them, your commitment has to be, in this case, as a mom or a person in the family, you do what's best for them. It's not Valentine's ooey-gooey emotional love. It is a commitment that you have. And you could say, Honey, do you want to be the best mother possible? Do you want to be the best mommy for your kids? And she'll say yes. And she will. Say, Okay, this is just for you to think about. Is it best for your little Pre-born baby, not yet born, but pre-born. Is it is it best for that little baby to be born drug addicted? 
Because if you continue to use the inevitable is what is taking place now with so many, many new mothers or mothers that have newborns, they're, they're addicted to drugs. Do you really want your little one that will be coming out sometime soon, do you want your little baby, your unborn baby, to be born drug addicted? And if, she's, if you're really having a conversation, she would say no. Do you want to run the risk of you having liver failure, a, a cardiac failure? In other words, your heart can literally stop. Do you want your children to be growing up without a mommy? See, you're... What you're doing is, and, and you start all this by saying, Honey, I just want you to know I love you. I'll always love you. I'll never not love you. So what I'm going to say to you is based on love for you. Now, I could be quiet and say nothing, but that's not love. Love does what's best for the other person. I just want to pose something to you to think about. Just, we, we can just talk about it. We won't argue. It's just, this is talking honestly, mother to daughter. And, and you could talk back, you know, you can say what you honestly think. Would you mind, is it okay for you to have a drug addicted little newborn in a number of months? Is it okay with you that your little newborn will be drug addicted? Don't forget, love seeks what's best in behalf of the other person. Is If you say you would love your baby, well, then you've got to do what's best in regard to your baby. If you say you love your little five-month-old, then you do what's best for your five-month-old. If you love your three-year-old, then you do what's best in behalf of your three-year-old. That's what mommies do. But you've got a choice. You've got a choice. Life is a series of choices. Life is a series of choices. And other people may not agree with you. There could be somebody who would say, no, I want you to do drugs with me. And they're thinking about themselves. But you know, that isn't doing what's most loving. Everywhere you turn, it's not most loving. Do you, and you could ask her maybe at the beginning, do you want to do what's most loving for those in your little family? I think she would say yes. What do you think? Yes, she would say yes, definitely. Okay, okay. I think she's would devastated, say, though, because she's in this situation. And, 
Yeah. And uh, she's alone. She's all alone, and she's really got herself in a horrible mess. Well, this is where then you could say, you may feel alone, but the Bible says you're not alone. If you humble your heart and receive Jesus, when you receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, he comes into your life. And I would suggest you even quote Colossians 1.27. It's Christ in you, the hope of glory. So you're not alone. You can feel alone, but the more dependent you are on the Lord Jesus Christ, He is the one, when you receive Him as Lord and Savior, He's the one who says, I will never leave you, nor forsake you. So, don't think you're alone. I'm here for you. I will love you. I'll always love you. I'll never not love you. You're not alone. So, don't don't believe a lie. Just know that the truth is, most of all, the Lord is with you. 100% of the time that did I hear did I hear you say that you believed that she did truly give Jesus control of her life at one time yes or okay so yes, you you feel did. sure about okay well he doesn't when when a person where it's authentic Christianity, where you give him true control of your life. Um, the Bible says you are born again. The Bible says you're given eternal life. And when you have Christ in you, it, at that very point of salvation, the Bible is very clear in Ephesians 1, 13 and 14, that you are sealed with the promised Holy Spirit. That's the Spirit of Christ who lives in you. You're not alone. And He's going to give you the power, the ability to do what is right in His sight. Do you want to do what's right in His sight? Would you really like to do what's right in God's sight? What do you think she would say? I think she would say yes. Okay. But this is how to talk with her. June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart have an exciting new resource to encourage you and equip you to help others. It's called the Care and Counsel Library, and it's available at hopefortheheart.org ccl. The Care and Counsel Library has 50 topics in 10 volumes with clear answers from God's Word and practical solutions to real-life issues. It is the culmination of decades of ministry from the compassionate, relevant guidance of June Hunt. This library includes volumes such as Grief and Loss, Abuse and Trauma, Depression and Suicide, and more. These are excellent training tools for counselors, life coaches, or anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom to address the real issues of life. Learn more and get the Care and Counsel Library at hopefortheheart.org ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org 
slash ccl. As we each solve the puzzle that is our life, we often have questions we can't answer. Usually, they're little nagging questions, but sometimes they're larger. So large, in fact, the answer or even the question itself can have life-changing consequences. June Hunt believes the best answers to these tough questions come from God himself, and he's given us those answers in the Bible. For more than 20 years now, June has helped callers find these biblical answers and apply them to their lives. You can talk with June on her radio program, Hope in the Night, about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or another concern in your life. Call 800-NIGHT-17. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call now, 800-644-4817. Welcome back to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we want to help you, and we want to help you help others. If you have questions or concerns about the topics we address tonight, you can call our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they can help you access the appropriate resources. I want to recommend the Keys for Living called Alcohol and Drug Abuse, Breaking Free and Staying Free. Also, there's Boundaries, How to Set Them, How to Keep Them. Those and many other resources are available by calling our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. If it's uh, easier for you to email them, if you prefer to do that, that's customer support at hopefortheheart.org. Just ask them any questions you have regarding topics and resources discussed in tonight's program. Maybe there's a title that we mentioned here and you didn't quite catch that, but customer support can help you to find the right resources for you. And their email again is customer support at hopefortheheart.org. Now let's uh, return to our conversation this evening with Sarah. Well, sweet Sarah. In fact, I'm, I'm just going to say, um, listening audience, <coughs> excuse me, everyone who's listening, would you pray? Would you pray for her? Um, I'm going to have to cough here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to think, we've got to be rational here. I know you were concerned about communicating with the parole officer or with someone in authority. Um, Understand, it is not helping him to continue on this way, is it? That's not most loving, is it? No. And and when you think about running the risk of the power position that he has in her life, that's not helpful, is it? Um, That he's influencing her to be not the best mom that she could be or the best person she could be, right? Exactly. So that's not being most loving. 
and I'm not against you. I know you're trying to figure it, what do I do? What's what, what's my role? Um, I just just looking at the truth. Love seeks the highest good of the other person, and you may need to trust God with the future. I mean, is it better that they be in a where, where you're not rustling um, um, feathers or rocking the boat, but they're on drugs? That's not best for anyone, not any one of them. So <clears throat> it may be that out of protection that you would report because he, he's breaking parole, is he not? Yes. And out of concern... That would be why you would do that if you believe you, you uh, well, <clears throat> again, I can't see that it's wrong for anyone. And I'm going to say this, even if she were temporarily, I, I know that was a concern, lose custody, um, there's nothing like a painful consequence to right the ship, meaning to get someone to do what's right. That may be what would be um, something that the Lord would use. Does that make sense why? Yes, it does. But I just, I my only worry was like other people tell me, well, you just need to let go. God will take care of this. You know, and I'm like, well, I'm terrified something horrible might happen first. And I can't yeah. just let go. And I can't stop. You know, well, I the can't script, stop. Yeah, the scripture says truth sets you free. People are going to have weak, listen to this, weak sympathy. Weak sympathy means you enable a person to continue on to their own destruction. It's like, well, I don't want my I don't want my teenage son to be upset. And so I let him stay on his drug habit and feed his drug habit. That's not love, is it? No. And, and this some people call it at times you have to have tough love. But let me let me mention something to you. Um, I think you need to have a strong dose of, of reality. There, there's a, a website, for example, that says one hit of meth is too much in pregnancy. And those for the unborn baby. The meth test was done on mice, not people. Uh, and, and it gives this um, 
the, the, the results. And when you start looking at the consequences, um, Jeff, why don't you why don't you be specific about uh, in order to help you, sweetheart? We wanted to look this up to find out what would happen, what what, what goes on if there's just a hit of meth. With, what what impact could that have on this little unborn baby? So, Jeff, would you read what you have in front of you? Does that, do, do you see I this? I do, I, I know this, and I and I try to uh, text her pictures of, of babies born on this. I try, I try to text her literature on, on, send her all kinds of things through her phone. I try to, I, it just ends up in a horrible fight, and, and uh, she denies, and... Does she say, does she deny being on meth? denies it and yet obviously you know she is using correct yes I do I mean okay. I, yes I've made her take a test and she came up positive and okay. she swore up and down that she's not she's she's getting off of it she's not using anymore she's not using anymore and um, yeah because I, I was just horrified I mean I was on my knees just crying <clears throat> okay what is you know, I don't, are you that far down? Or, I mean, what, what I don't. Okay, um, you know what I would suggest doing? Okay, the brain processes information in different ways. In other words, what is heard is one part of the brain. What a person can read is another part of the brain. And what you, what I would suggest you do, because uh, I'm um, probably looking at the same thing right now that Jeff was reading. I wanted him to, I want you to hear it. And um, this is under, under WebMD. Is that what you were looking at, Jeff? Oh, different. Okay. Well, this <clears throat> this is methadicted babies. But the point is, um, you know, to um, you know, slow weight gain, trouble breastfeeding, um, and you, you all, there are all kinds of things that you, you you did a long list. But my thought is, if we were to send it to you, then you could have it for her, and it's not you, the 
two of you getting into an argument, but you would start with, you know, that, honey, I love you. I'll always love you, no matter what. And then, and then just say, do you love your children? Just say, I think I know the answer. And you talk about what love is. Love does what's best in behalf of another person, in behalf of whoever it is, whether it's a child, whether it's another adult. It's doing what's best in behalf of them. And and then then you just move into just for you to have this. Maybe it's to help you help someone else even. And then you literally give this information because the, the Spirit of God can take the truth and convict her to want to do what's best in behalf of her little ones. I mean, it, you know, it's, it's a very different thing, too, when that little pre-born baby is developing. And if she is um, telling you one thing, but you know it's not the truth, well, this, just pray that the Spirit of God would literally be the convictor, because that's what his role is. Well, it's one of the roles is to convict us. So that it's, I, I like to say it this way, if I'm going down, the driving down the street, and it's a one-way street, but I'm going the wrong direction, I need to be turned around. That is what is the word repentance. It's turning to go the right direction. And all of us have at times been going the wrong direction, and we need to turn. It's, that's what's most loving, especially when others are dependent on us. And so you'll be getting something from our ministry, of course. Um, we'll send you the, the alcohol and drug abuse part, but, but also we'll send you what happens to little ones. And God can, can use that. And, and maybe it's better to, to leave it and let her... Um, see it where it's not an argument just say I'm just doing what I know you I know you love these little ones they are endeared to you and so I'm doing what's most loving just giving you this information just giving you the truth and Jesus says the truth sets you free so you can see how that works and then we can talk again if we need to, to consider other plans we will send our keys for living called alcohol and drug abuse breaking free and staying free also boundaries how to set them how to keep them we'll send those along to tonight's caller sarah we do that free of charge because of your generous support of this ministry and if you'd like to give to keep those resources going out and to keep this program on the air you may do so at hopefortheheart.org donate we thank you you may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime monday through friday 8 to 5 central time also, our materials and recent programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope. The preceding program was pre-recorded.